Welcome to the Mindset Mama podcast. I am your host, Kayla Crawford. I am a wife, mother to a toddler, and expecting baby number two. I am extremely passionate about empowering women to become the best version of themselves. You are in the right place if you desire to learn the tools to become the woman and mother you have always aspired to be. You are worthy of living as your highest self throughout all the transitions in your life, especially motherhood, and I'm going to show you how to do so. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Mindset Mama podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Crawford, and if you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for pressing play today. So on this episode of Motivation Monday, My desire is to motivate you to set boundaries and stay content during this holiday season. The holiday season really makes me feel some type of way and not a way that is like joyful and happy, although it does make me feel those things sometimes. But there are a lot of things that come with the holidays that really irritate me. And I wanted to share some things with you that you may not even recognize about yourself that could be detrimental to your personal development and reaching your goals in general because the holidays lead into the new year. So 2023 is coming up very, very soon. And a lot of people start off the new year feeling like shit, they're broke, they're fat, And that's just not a way to start the new year, in my opinion. I don't know about you guys, but I want to start off the new year feeling amazing, happy, well-rested, in shape, healthy, you know? The past couple of weeks, I've just been bombarded with emails about Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales, and then I'm seeing pictures on Facebook of fancy Thanksgiving table spreads and 15-foot Christmas trees with all the fancy ornaments huge presents, and aesthetically pleasing wrapping paper and bows. And then I hear all the time, did you get all of your shopping done? (laughs) Like, it's just like, why is that a thing right now? Like, why is everyone concerned about that? Isn't the holidays supposed to be, you know, just about being grateful and happy and helping each other and spending time with family? It, It just all has been surrounded by consumerism, 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 and it's getting a little out of hand, if you ask me. And I keep getting texts like, get 20% off, all these sales, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I'll get into it. But all of these sales things really irritate me as well. (laughs) And I'll tell you why. Most Americans rack up their credit cards during this time. And according to a study done by Credit Karma, 69%, 69 of Americans plan to go into debt to cover costs over the holidays this year. And of those, 38% plan to go into debt just to cover the holiday meals. Y'all, that is wild. I think the holidays can make people a little unreasonable, to say the least, and it's difficult to set boundaries and stay content when we're being pushed to consume, consume, consume in the name of tradition and A lot of people just feel obligated to do all of these things just because it's the holiday season. So if you're left feeling broke, defeated, and low after the holidays, here's some tough love and ways to stay content. Number one, spending money because something is on sale still means you're spending money. (laughs) So one of my favorite financial gurus, Dave Ramsey, always says, Just because something's on sale doesn't mean you have to buy it. (laughs) And I'm talking like that because 
he's just this cute old man from Tennessee, but he has a good point there. Do you validate your spending on things you don't really need just because it's on sale? A lot of people like to brag about finding sales just so they can spend money, but at the end of the day, they end up with stuff that they don't really need or like and usually end up forgetting about it once the dopamine hit of spending for the sale fades off, and it usually fades off quickly. Spending money just because something is on sale is the least intentional thing you can do, especially around the holidays when we're bombarded with them. If something has been on your list of things you may need to upgrade for a while, like a broken laptop, for instance, like me, (laughs) or a bum vacuum, yeah, hit up that sale, that's exciting. But buying an item just because you want it, not because you need it, adds up over time. It starts to look a lot like random stuff in your home and precious hours of your day working wasted. Something I like to do is to think of the item I'm buying in terms of hours spent to earn the money to buy that item. So my husband works, I'm a stay-at-home mom, so he provides for our family. And when I'm about to buy something, I literally think to myself, how many hours of Steve's time is this item going to cost me? And my love language is quality time. So if he's like working overtime and stuff, like how many hours did my husband have to spend away from his family to come up with the money for me to buy this? And do I actually need it? It just really helps me put things in perspective. So say you make $30 an hour and you would like to buy some random extra decorations for your home and spend 200 bucks or so at home goods an entire day of you working and being away from your kids. When you think about it like that, well, at least when I think about it like that, it just really puts things into perspective. Like, is this worth all of the time I spent and all the bullshit I had to go through to buy this particular item? All right, number two is to ask yourself a couple of questions and honestly respond. So number one, why do I have a hard time feeling content? Or do I have a hard time feeling content, especially around the holidays? Really, really, really get real with yourself and, you know, write out all of the things you have a hard time feeling content about. I know a lot of people buy gifts for other people during this time. And I know for me personally, a lot of times when I'm buying gifts for someone, I just do it out of because I feel obligated to because they got me something. (laughs) I like getting people gifts personally when I see something and I'm like, oh, I know this person would love that. Not just because it's a holiday, you know what I mean? Unless it's like my children, obviously, or my husband. (laughs) So number two, what are usually my biggest expenses during the holidays? How can I cut back this year? So if you're one of those people who's going into debt just to have a huge holiday spread and all of these amazing meals for your extended family and whoever, just because you've been having that year after year doesn't mean you have to keep doing that. How can you cut back? Can you just have immediate family come over? Can you just, you know, do dessert? Can you have a potluck? Just really try to get clear on how you can go into the next year feeling like you're not broke and not wishing for your taxes to get back so you can pay off your credit cards or however it is you want to do it or spending your holiday bonus because wouldn't you just want to spend your holiday bonus on something for you like a family vacation or something special. Another thing to ask yourself is, do I really need more decorations this year or am I just trying to keep up with the Joneses? I just see a lot of people online and I get really triggered by this because it makes me want to buy all new decorations, but I'll just see a mom 
post like her before and after of her decorating for Christmas and I'm like oh I need to get that oh I don't have this oh the the magic of Christmas looks so beautiful in her home I I want to look like that like I want my home to look like that but do you actually really need to which brings me into my next question which is what is really important to me during the holidays I know for me what's important is keeping the magic of Christmas alive and you know when I was a kid I would come down to like cinnamon buns and (laughs) the night before Christmas on Christmas Eve, we would make Santa cookies and leave them out milk and leave out reindeer food. Just doing little things like that. Like that's what I remember about Christmas. I don't remember all of this crazy decorations and stuff in my house, even though my mom probably did decorate really well around this time. But that's just not what I remember. And it's not really important to me for my kids to have. I want them to just feel excited and the magic of Christmas. You know what I mean? All right, so the last question you can write in your journal is, how can I be more intentional with my gift giving? Where can I swap gifts for experiences with my loved ones? I don't know about you guys, but I just love making memories. I think they are so important. And when I think back to all the Christmases I had when I was a kid, I don't remember anything I got. Like, literally, I can't think of one gift I got. I know some things I got just from pictures looking back, but it's not like I'm like, oh, that one Christmas in 1999, I'm so glad I got that Barbie or whatever. I don't remember any of that, but I do remember going on, you know, my grandmother when my cousin and I, we're the oldest of her grandchildren, we graduated high school in the same year and she brought us all on a cruise for our graduation and just to, you know, spend time with all of her family. And I remember that, like, I remember doing all of that stuff because it was just fun and we made so many memories. So I'm not saying you have to buy a freaking cruise, but, you know, like, what about zoo passes and bring all of your nieces and nephews to the zoo one day or the aquarium or something special that they will all remember an experience and, Memories just live on forever for the most part. So, all right, number three is to set boundaries. So I've heard a lot of women say that they just love Christmas and they like everything to be over the top, which is totally cool. If you have the means and you truly feel good after going all out like that, do you. Like, I'm not saying to, you know, have like a shitty Christmas. However, If you are buying all this food, cooking tons of meals, and buying loads of presents for others just because you always have, and you're left with mounds of debt or feeling run down, and like you've taken a hundred steps back in your own life and your own personal goals, it is absolutely time to set some boundaries. Just because you have always done something doesn't mean you have to continue. Ask another family member to host this year. Make your party smaller and more intimate by just inviting immediate family members, like I mentioned earlier. And I know it's so much easier said than done to to set boundaries like this, especially with your family, but it is so important and you matter the most. If you're feeling like a rundown piece of shit by the time the new year comes in, that is not okay. All right, so... Like I said before, if you love Christmas and this like literally lights you up doing all of these things and running around like crazy, or maybe you already have good boundaries, good for you. But if it does not feel good to you at the end of this season, then you really, really, really need to set boundaries and you can start small 
and you know over the years gradually keep getting stronger boundaries and stronger boundaries but I just highly recommend you just go balls to the wall and set some really firm boundaries all right so I keep mentioning debt and going into debt so here is a little solution for that if that is one of your issues which leads me to number four which is make a sinking fund so Dave Ramsey the man I mentioned earlier my buddy my financial guru (laughs) he says Christmas is not an emergency it doesn't move around or sneak up on you lack of planning is not an excuse to use credit cards So unfortunately, too many Americans just plan to throw all of their Christmas gifts on a credit card and then decide to worry about paying it off later. That is not very wise or intentional, if you ask me. (laughs) Christmas comes on December 25th every single year. This means you have the ability to plan ahead. So if you're having trouble with money around the holidays, create a sinking fund and and contribute to it slowly over the year. For example, say you would like to spend $800 total for Christmas between all the holiday meals and gifts. Every month you would contribute just about $67 to the fund. By the time Christmas comes around, you will have your $800 and then some change without noticing a huge hit to your bank account or spending your holiday bonus for people other than your own family. So, A sinking fund is basically something you contribute to over time and you have like a cap amount that you're looking to reach, like a goal amount, and you just divide. So whenever you need that money, you just divide it by the number of months until you need that money, if that makes sense. (laughs) So because I hear a lot of people always saying like Christmas sneaks up on me every year and then I have to do all this stuff but it really doesn't like you know when Christmas is going to be and I know when it's like February it's hard to think about because it just happened but it's really important to stay intentional especially if you keep going into this downward spiral of going into debt and then paying it off and then going into debt and then paying it off it's just not a way to live that's not being intentional that's not having financial freedom and wouldn't you just want to not have to stress about that for once (laughs) all right so number five is to stop comparing your life to people you don't really know on social media if you need to mute or unfollow people that make you feel like what you have isn't good enough for example i get lost in youtube videos a lot i just love youtube and i love i'm such a weirdo but i love watching moms like clean their house it just gives me motivation to clean my own house like i don't know if anyone else has ever watched those time lapses of someone like watch me get my kitchen together after morning breakfast i just feel like it's so satisfying to watch but like i was saying earlier during the holiday season you know these influencers that i do follow they clean their house and then they decorate with you know things that brands that are paying them (laughs) to decorate their home with these things but they're doing their job because it triggers something inside me that I'm like oh I need to get that decoration I need to do this I need to do that and you know they're just always sharing their must-haves from different stores and making their homes look so beautiful and then I find myself wanting to get all these things and like I said earlier I just want to make like my house look so special for Christmas for my children but then I have to check myself all the time 
and remember that having a decorative home for Christmas isn't really what is important to me. It's keeping the magic of Christmas alive is what I'm after. So even though I love a lot of their videos, I will um, uh, I will unsubscribe because the content isn't serving me or my goals in the long run. And then I'll probably subscribe again in the future. <laughs> so number six, this is the most important thing you can do and not just around the holidays, just in your life in general. And that is to practice gratitude. So Eckhart Tolle says, acknowledging the good you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. A lot of people believe that once they get the next best car, remodel their kitchen, get that promotion, buy that new iPhone, then they will be happy. But happiness doesn't come from achievements or material things. It comes from within. And it might feel good for a few minutes to achieve your goals, whether they're material or rank-based, whatever it is, but that feeling wears off pretty quickly and then you realize that you're still unhappy. If you don't know how to feel happy within, it is really important to start a gratitude practice. So if you don't know where to start when it comes to starting a gratitude practice, what I would do personally and what I did do to start my own gratitude practice was to start writing down three things that you're grateful for right when you wake up. Like don't look at your phone, don't do anything else. You don't even have to write it down. Just think in your head like, I'm so grateful for this because X, Y, Z, okay? I feel like putting like the because with the gratitude and thinking about why you're grateful for something adds just so so much more of a positive charge to it instead of just being like, I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful to wake up today. Imagine if you said, imagine if you said, I am so grateful I woke up today because I get an opportunity to be the woman I've always desired to be. Or, you know, just something... Just add that extra charge to it. So three things in the morning when you first wake up, I highly recommend writing them down. I know I said you could say them out loud, but if you're having trouble writing them down, just say them out loud. And I know busy moms, sometimes your babies wake you up earlier than expected and then you kind of get lost in the morning. So if you're nursing your baby or making breakfast, just say out loud what you're grateful for. And then you would also do three times before you go to bed. Think of the best things that happened in the day. Even if you had a shit day, really, really think about what went right and what was good about your day because you can definitely come up with three things. So that helps you retrain your brain. So instead of being like, I can't wait to go to bed, this day was shit, blah, 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 blah. If you start to look for the good things that happened in your day, your brain will start to rewire and start to look for good things that happened after you do this over time. And I promise, I promise, I promise it works. So if you feel like a miserable crab all the time, <laughs> I really highly recommend that you do a gratitude practice. And I feel like everyone in the world should have one. It would make the world a much better, better place if everyone just worked on themselves and people were more grateful and loving towards one another one another. So after you start your gratitude practice, stick with it. And over time, you will start to see positive shifts in your mindset. Trust me, before I had a gratitude practice, I was literally the most negative person I knew. <laughs> and after just staying committed to this practice, I feel like I'm so optimistic. I'm just, you know, I'm human. I, I'm not happy all the time. But 
I'm definitely more grateful and appreciative of everything and everyone in my life. And it just makes me have more self-respect for myself too. And just feel, I just feel good overall. So that's always nice, right? (laughs) So I hope these tips help you get through the holiday season without feeling like a bag of dicks by the time Christmas is over because we all deserve to live our best lives and go into the new year feeling amazing. So if this helped you, I would love to hear about it. And if you know it would help someone else in your life, please share. I really appreciate when you guys do that. And have a great holiday season. I am currently 37 weeks pregnant. So by the time you're listening to this, So the baby could come at any time. So if I get a little radio silent on here, I'm probably birthing a baby. So send me some good vibes. All right, guys, I love you so much. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And I truly, truly hope you have an amazing holiday and it's filled with everything you desire and you go into the new year feeling amazing. All right, love you.